to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hi, I'm Joe Biden. And here's the hit list. <laughs> you can hit anything on this list that you want to hit, okay? Yeah, hit it all. You know what I my immediate thought was? This that he's is a, a dumbass? Well, that I think all the time. All right. But it was his Neville Chamberlain moment. Yeah. Holding it up. This, this fellow Hitler is not going to do any more of that. Yeah, whatever. That unpleasant invading and stuff. So what president of what country tells a sworn enemy... <laughs> We're not going to. We'll we'll negotiate which targets you're allowed wow, to yeah. hit. You're allowed to hit these ones. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite the moment. Oh and, my uh, well, god! Well, and, and and the other moment was when Putin's <laughs> smirk on his face, basically saying, "I told him that you know all the problems were coming out of uh, America and Canada." Yeah, right. Because <laughs> he, he he's a lizard, so he he's KGB. He has oh. no compunction to lie. No. None whatsoever. You know, so he'll lie and not blink. Well, and that's what the, the lunacy of a six, <laughs> 16 entity list is, is because he already knows this, right? He knows you yes. turn a power off in New York City and America's done. Yes. Done, yes. done, done, and done, he, done. And, he, and then when he went after the CNN girl, woman, sorry, that was offensive. Totally Check. pre-staged, Well, man. I don't know if it was pre-staged Scripted. or if it was to kind of make him look or feel tough, tough because he just had his ass handed to him that's by why. Putin. That's why. They, they planned that whole thing, so, man. She's on his team. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, you know, that that was, it ah. was embar- the whole day was embarrassing. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? No, it should be embarrassing for you people who voted for him. For William McRaven, great admiral, right. former rough rider, went to school with me, and he, he wrote this, I'll never forget it. <laughs> he wrote this piece in a Wall Street Journal prior to the election. Right. Yeah, Trump's got to go because those evil tweets, man. Trump's got evil oh, tweets, God. you know? And and so how does an admiral feel? I'm calling you out, William. How does an admiral feel that his guy, that he backed <laughs> and he wrote a piece right. in the Wall Street Journal supporting, his guy is negotiating with the enemy? He's negotiating. Well, and, and in such a dumbass way, too. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't hit these things. <laughs> Not these Don't ones, hit okay. these. You can hit anything else you want. Yeah, but leave these Shut alone. down Pornhub That's if you right. want, but don't touch these things. That's right. Well, maybe Pornhub's on maybe the list. Maybe it's on the list. It you might never be. know. It is. Kind of important. Well, yeah, some people. He is Hunter's dad. <laughs> Did you see the other story about Hunter since I mentioned his name? Did you see the other story Which about one's this? Oh, my God. All right. So remember the whole he used the N word in the text? That oh, came yeah, out yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah. All right. So now we find out, again from that infamous laptop, that his cousin was trying to set him up with girls. <laughs> and he said, and she said, you know, except I'm not going to set you up with any blanking Asians. And he, <laughs> and he said, I missed this one. And Hunter said, that's right, no yellow. <laughs> what? What? No yellow. No yellow. Hunter I don't says do yellow, man. That, yeah, no, no yellow. Oh man, take take yellow off the list. No well, yellow. He, he's no just, yellow well, he's a Biden, so he's naturally a clock. He is a serious racist, just they like that. They're just still like wear redneck racists with money. No yellow. No yellow. I don't do yellow, man. What are you talking about? 
Well, they're creeps. I mean, that, 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 that all the way around. They're creeps. They're corrupt. They've always been that. They're racist. They're weirdos. And he's the president of the United, United States. States. No, don't tell me he won that election fairly because no, I don't believe it at all. he did not. I don't believe it for one second, the man. The cheat was in. The fix was in from the get-go. Absolute. From no, the get-go. There's no way that many people voted for this guy. Oh, the most in the history of the world voted for this guy? <laughs> for right. this dork? Yeah. Total dork. That's a bunch of bull crap. So anyway, he um he he tells uh, Vladimir Putin yesterday, here's the list, and then he says, and we have the tape, we can we can play the tape, but then he says, Well, we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna negotiate. I'm gonna appoint a team and Vlad's gonna appoint a team, and then we're gonna decide what can be protected and what's <laughs> Chris, do we have that? Oh, you can roll that. Uh, what can be protected and what cannot be protected. Right. We agreed to task ex- experts in both our, both our countries to work on specific understandings about what's off limits. <laughs> um, don't, don't attack these things, man. I'm telling you. What's off limits? That means, just by saying it that way, that means some things are on limits. Some things are cool. <laughs> some things are cool to shut down. <laughs> Shopping malls? I mean, what, it was, Hooters? You know, what, what, what's okay to shut down? Uh, those two guys on the morning in Texas on shut JT. Shut those guys down. Turn those guys off, please. <laughs> in fact, he probably gave, you know what? He gave Vlad our names. I, like, yeah, you know he did. He probably, you know. Yeah, would but, you take uh, those guys off, please? Take those guys off the yeah, air. Shut but, them uh, but, you know, it's, it was very bizarre. I mean, I, the, the word I keep coming, I mean, laughable, yeah. Embarrassing, certainly. Yeah. But completely bizarre. Who thought that was a good idea? Who in his entourage, who amongst his assistants, who amongst his advisors, thought that that was a great idea? Well, and Vlad got everything, and we got nothing. Vlad, <laughs> Vlad you, got a pipeline. Did you see this? Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. Got we got ours shut down. Keystone shut down. That's right. But theirs is flowing. Oh, yeah, man. And uh, and did you but did you notice the smirk on his face the entire well, sure. Time? But he's done that all the time, right? Oh, yeah. That's, Not that's with him. Trump, he didn't. Well, with Trump, he had a very serious uh, look yeah. in his eye. Look at some of the video. Not so much. He did with jo- with George W. He right. had that, you know, bigger, faster, stronger, you know, that whole thing. But, but you know, now you, you look at him, and he just had this look like, get this guy. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Weird, man. You know, I, I saw a, a picture yesterday. I had forgotten about this picture until somebody posted it yesterday. Do you remember when Trump went to the G7 and he was sitting at that uh, table and all the world leaders are leaning on the table like they're asking him for permission? Right. To, do you remember that yeah. one? Angela Merkel's leaning there and Macron's leaning there and all that. And he's got his arms crossed and sitting. You remember that picture? Trump had a natural way of commanding attention. See, and, and then they contrasted that with a picture of Biden walking. Walking behind all of them. He yeah. was the last one in line. I always think of Trump shoving that one dude. Yes. Out. Was it the Italian guy? Yes. Shoved him out of the way. Get out of the way. Get out of here. Uh, and, and, then, <laughs> and then he caps it off because after he shoved him out of the way, he takes his lapels of his coat and straightens them. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Where he straightened the lapel of his coat. <sighs> That was the best Trump, one of the most perfect Trump moments. And that was completely lacking yesterday. You know the two that stick out in my mind a lot. Were that and when he hugged the flag at CPAC. Oh, yeah. When he walks yeah. out and he walks right over to the flag of the yeah. United States and gives it this hug, like, I'm just going to love you all day long. <laughs> I'm going to love all over you. <laughs> it's, it, we're reminiscing on Trump now because the guy that's in there now is so embarrassing. Do you remember the time also the video where Trump, I forget where he was, some function, some and it, international, I think it was a part of that, the G7, and 
he and Melania are sitting there, and you see, I forget who it was, prime minister of what, but he's he's nodding off. He's falling asleep, and they pan out, and I Trump do. is just sitting there glaring at him. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. I don't remember. It, it was. It might have been at the White House. I don't remember. But it was one of those right, meetings, right. And, and Trump was like, "Wake up!" You know, Wake up, we're talking about stuff that matters here. <laughs> right. You know, um, I, you know, it, it, it was just a total and complete uh, mess. Yesterday was. I don't even know how to describe it. You know, I watched all the TV coverage later in the evening, and and after he apologized for being such a wise guy, a wise guy, they all started kissing his butt, and they were all saying he was determined. He was such a great negotiator. Oh, it, he was unrelenting. It was every bit the gush fest we we thought it was going to be. What? what? I mean, it was like it's like they're watching something else. Unrelenting because it was unrelenting. <laughs> it was unrelentingly dull. Uh, he was unrelentingly pathetic. Oh my God, it was awful. But they they were just gushing over him. Yeah, for yeah. what? You know, yeah. and the rest of us are like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Oh, bad. Uh, yeah, told him not to attack. So, uh, folks, uh, this this is the danger. We are literally in danger under Joe Biden, and I don't mean just like the economy kind of danger. I don't mean anything like Zelony over at CNN. CNN worked for them, right? CNN. Right. Got him elected. Yeah. Right? So Zeleny over at CNN says, I've never, and I've been through five presidents, he said, I've never, ever covered a president who is more protected by his staff than this guy. Yes, he is. Absolutely. And that's, and see, that's what makes it so bizarre. Because the whole, let me show you the things I don't want you to attack, was not his idea. That was a group idea. They... Whoever they are, Who are they? came up with that idea. Okay? It's one thing if one person does something that's dumbass. But when you have a team of people well, who come up with something like that, it's like, what are you all drinking? What? I, I want to know who these people are <laughs> that made the list. Because somebody had to sit down and go, yeah, tell Vlad, leave the bridges alone, but go ahead and go after the pharmacy in Floresville, okay? <laughs> Right? Somebody had to make that list. Right. Who's deciding my future? I, I just, Who's deciding whether Vlad can attack me right. or not? It, it was very, very strange because I don't think in the annals of American diplomacy or any other diplomacy ever. we've ever had a leader ever. Ever. go to a, except for maybe Chamberlain and Hitler, go to another world leader and said, and said, hey, this is the stuff I don't want you to attack. Ever. It doesn't make any sense. Well, and it wasn't that Chamberlain did that. Chamberlain thought he got a deal right. out of Hitler, and Hitler's lying to him oh, the yeah. whole way. And you, you know, the whole world in the Chamberlain incident, the whole world knew that Hitler, Hitler was, was full of crap. He's going to lie to Chamberlain, and Chamberlain came back and said, "We have peace in our time. We have oh, peace God. in our time. We have peace." Boom, and the bombs are going right. off in Poland. Right. You know, it's like, well, that's kind of the moment yesterday. Yes. It's like it, was, it, it was so bizarre. Right. You're claiming victory. You're claiming you accomplished something by telling the guy what not to attack. Yeah, right. Meanwhile, he's lying his ass off about the attacks themselves. Of course. As you put, we talked yesterday, there's military operations going on off the uh, coast of Hawaii. A couple of hundred miles, I think, or something like that. Not too Three, far. 300 miles 300 west. miles. Yeah. You know, we've had multiple hacks. We all We know they came out of Russia. Of course we know. You we know. know. <laughs> of course we know. Just don't attack these things. Right. Was you, his favorite, like, oyster house on there, I wonder? The, the, the whole meeting should have taken two minutes yesterday. First of all, I would have lined up every destroyer I have in the Pacific <laughs> yeah. right there, and I said, okay, right here. Here you are. You, you want to play war games? 
Go ahead. Here, right. here, here's a line of my stores. Second thing I would have said to Vlad yesterday, I would have said, you touch one more entity in our country, just one right. more. I'm shutting Russia off. You're done. Right. You won't exist. Maybe even flicker the lights a bit. And That's what I said earlier. I said, here, here's a little... Here's a little de- you want a little demonstration? <laughs> Just for like 30 seconds. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, and turn it right back on. That's what Trump would have done. Yes! Trump would have done something like that. That's what we need. Yeah. We need well, somebody... we don't have who, it. We don't, man. We have a no. mumbling, stumbling, bumbling old fool as President of the United States right now. Well, totally. we, we had a bunch of people as the President of the United States, and we don't know right. who they are. right. And they're obviously not very smart when it comes to international diplomacy. It's horrible. That Absolutely was one of the horrible. dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Whether I stopped it from happening again, he knows I will take action. Oh, yeah. Like we did <laughs> last time out. Yeah, right. Like we did last time out. What what exact action did he take last time out? What was the action? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there was one. No, there wasn't any action. There was no other action. He didn't take any action. He didn't do anything last time out. He's, he's a he's a fossil. He's full of it. He's a fossil. He's a weirdo. So are he's you a ex- fossilized weirdo. Are you excited about tonight? Tonight? You're going to a baseball game, tomorrow. aren't you? Tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow? Yeah, I thought I, it was I'm tonight. taking off tomorrow. Because right. I'm, I'm, we're driving up to Houston. We're going to see the Astros tomorrow night. Okay. Uh, so we're leaving for Houston uh, in the morning. Because <laughs> you know how Houston is, man, with the, with the, uh, with the, once the rush hour kicks in. Uh. So we're leaving in the morning. So we, <laughs> to, you know, avoid uh, the traffic situation because the game's later on. We got a, we got a room uh, within walking distance of the stadium. This is my first major league baseball game in the state of Texas. So I'm excited. You're going to love it. I'm looking forward to it. Just getting out of town for the night will be nice. You know, we haven't done that in a long time. Well, it's been prior to the pandemic. Uh, actually, prior to my mom coming out. We haven't really been anywhere. So, so you can help me with this since you're a baseball guy. In 90-some-odd, in, uh, um, uh, mid-90s, let's just say mid-90s, somewhere along in there, Sammy Sosa, and what was his name, Mark, uh, huh? McGuire, thank McGuire, you. McGuire. Oh, right, right, right. They were having the home runoff. Late 90s, right, yeah. They, they were having the home runoff. Do you remember that? When, when I do. They were going back and forth. Who was going to hit the most home runs that right, year? Right, right, Do you remember right. that, too? I do. Okay. <laughs> so I was called to go to a meeting in Houston, all right, on the day that Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were going to be there in the, I guess it was still the Astrodome then. Yeah, I guess it would have been the Astrodome that they were going to play in. And I roll. I didn't know. I didn't. I had no idea that they were there. And like you said, Houston traffic is bad enough. I, I, I spent every summer in Houston when I was growing up. That's where my parents are from. So I'm rolling into uh, I-10 to get to 610 to go to my right. meeting, and I hit the traffic. Ugh. Not only Houston traffic, but to go around 610 where the dome is because Sosa and McGuire are in town at the same time together <laughs> so doing no- their own. Oh, nothing was moving. Nothing. Nothing. You couldn't go anywhere. Turn I mean, the key off and sit on the highway. <laughs> I mean, I, I the, the only time I I've only ever been to Houston one of the one of the time, and it was actually I drove Kinky into Houston because he had a gig at the Monkey. Duck. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. And you know, I Houston is a big shiny city, and I couldn't live there. <laughs> it's you know what it reminds me of. It's a lot like Philly in that the streets are very narrow. 
it feels like. It's a very kind of claustrophobic city. Yeah. It's a bunch of old cattle trails. Just going right. Well, well, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Look at San Antonio. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I like to visit, but I, I don't know if I could live there. No, you know, so, that traffic is horrible. Well, it is, and it it has been forever, right. and it's been torn up forever. They, they're kind of doing that uh, that traffic model here because they yeah. it's called never-ending road construction, and they brought that here. Thank you. Right. What a mess oh. down the street yeah. with Austin High. What are they making it? Eight lanes? What the hell are they doing? Uh, construction on Austin Highway? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been that way, but I, I it might be a mess this morning because they had a guy got shot right there. Really? Yeah, he's sitting in his car, and somebody capped him. Are you serious? Well, yeah. Well, I, I guess I should, why am I shocked? I, I was going to say, what are you... Down by a Salado <laughs> Creek, the bridge. Oh, yeah? He was under there. Yeah. Wow. Sitting in his car and somebody... What time this morning? About 3 o'clock? <laughs> At 2.30. 2.30. Shot <laughs> out of the back what of the head. What the hell is going on, man? Uh, so any construction going on? I believe it's going to be some bulletproof barriers to protect... Might be. <laughs> might, might, might be necessary. Yeah. Well, and see, what what is so heartbreaking about that is this is my this is my stomping ground, guys. Right. I mean, yours is back in Maryland and yours is up in Maine. Mine is right here where you're standing right, right now. Right. This is it. And and we, and I, this is my old fartness coming out, I guess, but it's really not because there's no reason why it should have gone to hell. But uh, we used to ride bikes, hang out. Right. Our parents would literally kick us out of the house, come home when the porch light comes on. Because you lived in this area. You right grew up here. in this area. Right, right. Right here. I wow. used to walk to this building. Wow. Because I lived right over there. I used right. to walk over here to see my dad. Wow. And Not anymore. No. <laughs> I would no more tell my child to ride a bike around here than I could flap my arms and fly to San Francisco. <laughs> That's got a better chance of happening than me telling a kid to I ride a bike. I just flew to San Francisco and bore my arms tired. That's right. <laughs> No, it's it's insane around here yeah, now. Yeah, it is. It really is crazy. So, hey, but it's all going to be fixed because we got constitutional carry coming. <laughs> yes, we do. He signed it yesterday. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. And today they're doing the ceremonial. Uh, well, he's signing the supplemental bills, right? Yep. And uh, going to be at the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. Where else would you do it? Right, there is no other place to do it, man. <laughs> you know, the Castro boys are just clenched, man. They're so clenched right now. You know. Those guys need some fiber. So, so I, this means you don't have to cover me when I come walking in in the morning anymore. <laughs> just got my own. Bring well, your I pull own. In, I call Trey. He covers me as I run from my truck. You to know, the all these years I had no idea he's packing. I, I, you know, eight years I had no idea you were packing. I did not know that. That's good to know. I didn't know that about you till I heard you yesterday talking. About, I know you I know you have, but right. you, you were talking about how you love them and you take oh, care of yeah. you, you maintain them. I didn't know that about weapons. you. Oh, yeah. I've, t- I've told you that yeah, no, about 15 what, years ago. But I, I didn't know that you like maintain them. I enjoy them. them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that about you. I, I enjoy it. I, I, you know, and uh, I, I was one of those East Coast liberals. I told the story yesterday, where I grew up in Maryland. You hated them, and I was terrified of guns. I, I didn't want to do with them. My, my, and my father was a hunter, and my brothers had, had did some hunting, pheasant hunting, and there were guns in the I house. Mean, I knew you had, but them I now. had no desire to ever touch a weapon. And I moved to Colorado, and my buddy George, who had about a hundred guns, was a member of a gun club, bugged me literally for like six years. Come on to the gun range with me. Come on, you'll love it. Come on. No, George, I don't. No, no, no. And finally, I relented just to shut him up, and I went, and I fell in love. <laughs> See, and, and I knew Boom, all... Boom, shakalaka. 
And I knew all that about you, and I knew that you had right. one. I just didn't know you were that much into it. That oh, it was I love like, them. You, 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 I mean, yesterday I mean, if I had was, the money, I'd collect you know all kinds of guns. That's what I heard yeah. yesterday, and I heard that you were just le- you love them. You get them out, I take you, it out, and I fondle it, and that's run, what my he fingers, said. Run, run my fingers along the so, barrel. So uh, we we gun, do right? we do need to get together and go to the gun range. <laughs> Absolutely, some time together. Absolutely. All right, uh, quick break here. More wearing rhyme on the other side. Car Zeus is the company to sell your car to, and you can do that right now at Car Zeus. Zeus.com, carzeus.com. Fill out the form and they will send you a free, no obligation offer for your vehicle, no matter what it is you drive. And Car Zeus then will back up that offer and ready to make a purchase of your vehicle right away if you're ready to sell it today. But if you want to wait, hey, there's no hassle, there's no hurry. You take your time, you move at your own progress until you are ready to sell it to Car Zeus. It's a real simple deal. They're really great folks and they're here to take care of you get your free no obligation offer today from car god robinson you're listening to news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 stay connected i owe my last question an apology i shouldn't have I shouldn't have been such a wise guy. The last oh, wise guy. Okay, Joe Pesci. God, I hate that. Wise guy. Don't you hate that? I hate his tough guy. That sounds act. good. I hate that. Ugh. I really do, you know. I'm such a wise guy, corn pop. So as I was telling you off the air, it's Warren Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. It sounds good, Chris. Um, you know, um, there there is no humidity in Houston. So when you're walking around Houston tomorrow, <laughs> it's gone. I and mean, I'm so gullible. I'm sitting there going, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not gullible. Because I, 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 why I just, would you know? Come well, on. I was there one night. I've only just, been there one day. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. See, just messing with me. So the humidity is gonna, it's gonna be the same as it is everywhere else. Okay, we call it the Piney Woods, over the Piney Woods, Piney Woods, with these big old trees that shoot about <laughs> 200 feet in the air. So there's all kinds of humidity over here. It's I'm looking forward to it, man. Good with for the you. family unit hasn't gone anywhere in a long time. No, together, you so haven't, have you? We haven't. We've been at, we've been home based. You know, one thing that you and I have talked about this summer, we're we're going to do vacations this year. You know, because oh, yeah. we we last year none of us went anywhere, obviously. Right. right? And uh, they're not going to give you a gold watch, so you take advantage of it. Right. Take advantage of your time off. So you're going to be gone, and then I'm going to be gone, and we're just going to we're going to. I'm going to. I want to take some time off, probably in September, October. Yeah. Uh, take a road trip up to Colorado. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's what your yeah, baby girl is. Yeah. <laughs> my new car. Will it make it all the way up there? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the last one, eh, eh, no, not so much. This one, I'll be cruising. Are you still making up reasons to run around the corner to the Seven Eleven? I I had to stop because yeah. my wife pointed out how much money I've spent between the three convenience stores I tend to frequent. <laughs> She's got I don't know how she set it up with a bank account. She's got a special list where she could show me oh yeah how much money because I don't go to bars I don't no. go to you know I I, I go to the convenience stores right how fact, much money fact, that mother of Mary hat that you're wearing you bought I it bought at the Circle convenience K. store down the street right so you know I, I got about three different convenience stores that I go to well that's good. I mean, it really, it, you know, it's weird, and it? but it's just my thing. You but could she shows worse. me how much money I spent in two weeks at these damn stores. I'm like, Duh. well, <laughs> it, 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 was, was it an eye opener? Did you a bit? Yeah, yeah. When you're like, hey, so man. I gotta kind of cut back a bit. Man. Yeah, well, because I gotta pay for the new car. Well, <laughs> and you know what's gonna help is you gave up the smokes, and that that's Pretty like yeah. five hundred dollars a week. Well, that's a lot of money. Know how much you smoke? Was it the pretty pretty? Fuel economical car you've got back there. Right. Yeah, that's right. Save Go save a little bit that's there. That's a slightly higher payment than I was doing before. You, so I got to. You backed well, yeah. off the kolaches. 
not as many, I don't buy as many kolaches. See, so I think you're heading the right direction, man. You're on the Dave right. Ramsey plan. Well, what you're going to have your thousand no, dollars put away before you know that. it. <laughs> I will never be that. You know, and next time you talk phone. to that guy, tell him he still owes me that forty bucks. I've been you know six months, Dave. Who uh, Dave Ramsey? Ramsey? You know, forty bucks, man. Six here's months. the thing. There is actually a debate <laughs> on the Dave Ramsey boards. There's a debate because he still says that your emergency fund should be a thousand dollars. Right. Right. He's been saying that for 40 years. It's Should there be the some work, bit yeah, of a change? Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of an inflation factor, sure. you know, cost wow. of living factor. But he's been saying a $1,000 emergency fund for 40 <laughs> years now. Dave, no. hey. You know, it probably ought to be about sixty grand that you have in the hall <laughs> at this point. At least a year. Yeah. Year's at least pay a year's pay. Aside exactly. somewhere, right? I'm like, yeah. I can blow a thousand bucks at the Circle K in forty minutes. That's right, you can. Let's just uh, for one second here say thanks to the best governor. Well, there's there's three great governors in our country as far right. as I'm concerned right now. Right. One of them is Christy Noon. The other is Greg Abbott. Of course, Greg Abbott and all the things that he's got rolling and happening now. And then Ron DeSantis over in right. Florida. So the governor of and, – and Ducey's pretty hot, too. He's out in Arizona. Hmm. He and Abbott say, we need some help on the border. If you got any troops you can send, <laughs> if you got any hardware you can send, like helicopters and stuff like that, right. we'll take it. First one to step up is DeSantis. You bet your baby, baby. What do you need over there? I'll send everything. they'll make their way to Florida. And they're they already they're are. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they, well, they're working together, which is how they're supposed to, it's supposed to work. You know, uh, they're, they're very impressive people. Uh, Governor Abbott with, I mean, the list is almost too long for one segment to go over the past few weeks what he's done. Been great. Did you hear us the other day? We we're talking about building the, the Texas wall, and we ought to have signs on the wall that say, Get! Yeah. Go on now. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here now. Yeah, no kidding. So, you know, I think it's great. God bless Governor Abbott, man. He's well, you know, and he's, he's taking uh, donations to build that wall. Right. He, and yesterday he announced $250 million. And right. now he's opened up a website if you want to donate. I think he ought to sp- get spon- He ought to sell sponsorships. Like, like, <laughs> like a NASCAR wall. It Taco look, Cabana. It, I'm serious. I'm serious. It ought to say, like, Budweiser, you know? Here, here, come here legally, and you can have Budweiser. Well, I mean, Lone Star sections of highway are are sponsored see? by private companies, That's right? What I'm you see the about. signs on sixteen oh four. That's what I'm talking about. You know, so you can have the Waterburger section, right? Waterburger <laughs> can buy it. By <laughs> this, the way, this segment of wall brought to you by Bill Miller's. <laughs> I just think so. How cool would that be, man? I've always thought, you know, coming from the NASCAR world, that that's exactly what it should be. It's free enterprise, man. Why not? Why not? Everybody wins. So, Greg, go ahead and sell sections of the wall. Sponsorship. We'll put them in neon lights. We'll have them flash. <laughs> you know? But they got to be facing in towards Texas, right? Because they really would be kind of pointless to have the advertising on the other side <laughs> for the people we're trying to keep out. And, unless you just wanted to tease them. Oh, God. <laughs> what is Whataburger? <laughs> well... But you know, it's a good idea. I I just I think he's imp- impressive. I think it's badass. He's doing this uh, stuff down at the Alamo today, because you know, you know the whole Castro cabal. You know Nuremberg's clenched too, while this is going on. <laughs> hey, you think he's going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> think he was welcoming in uh, the new city council members uh, the other day. Oh my God! Did you yeah, see that, was, that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a God bless you, Clayton. It, it, what a fine bunch you guys voted for. Where did you Where did you people of San Antonio find these people? Man. What rock did you dig under to find this group? 
<laughs> it really was weird. I mean, it, it, it's it's a, a weird bunch of folks. And uh, Ron had that big old smile on his face, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And it, he has that smile because he knows that they're going to do whatever he wants, right? Right, right. Whatever he wants right. to do, they're going to, you know, okay, fine. Let's go Which has ruined the city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much is what's going to happen to San Antonio. Ruin the city. But you look at these people and you go, okay, maybe to get all of them together will form one-tenth of one molecule of a brain. The rest yeah. of it. Just, right, they're just they're just walking in line with the the agenda. Yeah, uh. um, you got some on your list. You well, the, the house finally got this UFO briefing. Oh yeah, I got uh, top of the top of the stack. <laughs> Good for you. And and uh, or a sensitive compartmented information facility is the uh, actual term. So the members can't talk specifically about what they heard. They they ha- they aren't saying specifically if they had any information on whether it's aliens or it's some kind of you know military tech from some other country, but they were saying they whatever they are we do consider them a threat. That's the only bit of information they really put out there. They would not confirm or deny anything else, but they said we do feel that uh, this is a national security threat, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> well, yeah, and we of course we don't know. We've kind of specu- everybody speculated right, about right. what this could be, but does it tie in at all yes to yesterday and and Biden maybe telling Putin <laughs> Uh, you know, since you do have those weirdo drones, we <laughs> well, they said they could be drones, so could be military drones of some kind. You, you know, Poot, we know you got those. So these are the only things you can attack. Everything else is fine. You know, who knows? But you know, it's a little creepy when they come out of that saying we definitely consider them a threat. Because, you know, it, it, the thing about extraterrestrial mm-hmm. uh, uh, presence on this planet. Is that it? Does that doesn't immediately connote a threat, right? Uh, if if uh, they're here, they could be friendly aliens. They could be just watching, you know, or they could want to kill us all and take See, our stuff. I look at it that way too, because if they were a threat, don't you think they would have done something by now? Well, they've been here for a well, long they, time. They're, so. they're, I guess you could say they would be an inherent threat. Just by virtue of the fact that they can get here and yeah. they have that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't so. mean their intentions are threatening. Right. If it's a military tech that we're unaware of from some other country, well, yeah, then it See, would be a threat. That's, Absolutely. That's what I would be more concerned about than an alien. Believe it or not, well, yeah, I, I, would I would be, be too, more concerned yeah. about China having some weapon like this rather than some green man flying. Because if it's a green dude flying in from Mars, you know... They would they would have done something had they wanted to. Well, it, 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 I forget what movie it was. I think it was Contact, where they they put this in in context by virtue of the distances and the technology that would be involved in just them finding out we were here first and foremost, and then coming all the way here. Okay, it would be like uh, going across the galaxy to swat a fly. It wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, why would they there's, want? There's to? nothing we'd have. Yeah, that they want. That they would need. Why conquer by us? By virtue of the fact that they can get here. Why conquer us? So they almost inherently have to have benign intentions, just by virtue of the technology and the distances involved. Right. But not if it's Putin. <laughs> uh-uh. or, or, Xi. or Xi or all of them. Oh, you know, any of those guys, they'd find it very interesting. I, I knew it was trouble when Adam Schiff came out of that meeting and he was three shades whiter than he normally is. And <laughs> that's a Schiff. That is a pasty white boy. I think he's an alien being. So, well, you know, he does kind of look that way. I can't stand that guy. What a pencil neck he, he does is. He does kind of look like Data, too, doesn't well, he? Well, like, you know, he looks like E.T. Like, you know, if he could be. Was an albino ET. It's like they they wind him up every day, take his back off, and 
Yeah, <laughs> the wires he's just he's a piece of work, man. Well, speaking of all this, Bridgehead IT is your IT company for your company and for the safety and security of your company always. And we've been talking a lot uh, lately about cybersecurity and protecting your interests with cybersecurity. Then we hear about the president's list, right? And so are you on the list? <laughs> Who knows? But the best way to always be protected is to have an IT company that can protect all of your interests, and that's exactly what Bridgehead IT can do for your company. Whether it's ransomware or any other kind of cyber attack, our friends at Bridgehead IT right here in San Antonio serving all of Texas is ready to take care of your needs right now to make sure your business is safe. You can't take any chances with this. Be prepared for anything Protect all of your data with Bridgehead IT. Bridgehead IT can also improve your bottom line and solve IT problems for your business every day. Just give them a call, 210-477-7999, or log on to Bridgehead. We disagreed. I disagreed. Stated where it was. He disagreed. He stated. But it was not done in a hyperbolic atmosphere. <laughs> it wasn't done at all. He, didn't do, uh, he, didn't he, he did it in a hyperbaric chamber, but he wasn't in a, it wasn't hyperbolic. That's right. Uh, I they wheeled him in. You know. What a joke. Yeah, it's a total what a joke. farce. Hey, I, I see you're wearing your green bracelet, so we can hug and uh, touch, hug, love and touch and oh, squeeze. It, it, I heard about the brace. Where was that? Is it some store? Wisconsin's a grocery store. Wisconsin, you, you know, <laughs> hey, honeyberry, you got to wear a bracelet before you can come in here, okay, sweetie pie? What they're doing is they're putting out in a fishbowl, they have bracelets. <laughs> And green means you can touch me. Yellow. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I'm not squeezing, touching people at the grocery store. I ain't you? touching nobody at no no damn grocery right. store except my wife if she's well, with me. And I wouldn't even do that at the grocery store. But it, yellow means, um, you know, you can elbow bump me. <laughs> and then red means don't touch me at all. Stay away. Stay Are away. You I saw. I didn't read the story, but they, they actually have bracelets with the, the different levels of physicality. There's nothing dehumanizing about that at all. Not at all, no. Oh, my God. Do they have one that says you can come up and just give me a big old kiss? No, well, it would be green. Give me a big old kiss? Yes, sir. Lay a, lay a fat sloppy one on me right now. I got the, That's why I said. I you, got the kiss bracelet. What What color is yours? Well, that's green. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a transplant. Uh, so people are going to be kissing you all day today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> ah, that was in my head. That was, uh, you'll never get it out now. No. Yeah, no, there's nothing dehumanizing uh, between that and masks for uh, the last year. We're, we're not even people anymore. Who was I talking to? Uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday. Oh, I was talking to Don Cooper because I hadn't seen him in a while. The other yeah. uh, you know, tech, tech producer. Right. And uh, we were talking about how he had just stopped wearing a mask and how it was interesting that, first off, it was a little weird for him to walk into a place without, without a mask. Yep. But then he also picked up on what I picked up on in that when you're in a place where most people are still wearing masks, but you're not, you kind of make eye contact with the yeah. people who aren't wearing masks. Like, yeah. We're in a club. Good on you, man. We're in a club. I'm with you, man. <laughs> that's right. I'm it's with true. You. Well, that's what I was telling you the other day. Somebody said to me, I felt weird not wearing a mask in yeah. there. Yeah. You know? And I wait, hold on. The people still wearing masks, they're the ones who should feel weird. Because there's nothing normal about wearing a mask. There's nothing normal about walking around with a surgical mask on your face. But they normalized it. 
I, I in a keeps, year. I know. I keep seeing people outside wearing masks. See, and that's just why. Outside. Why? Why are you doing that? There's nothing normal about a mask. And 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 they did it in less than a year. <laughs> they got everybody thinking if I'm not, if I'm not wearing one, I'm the weird one. Herd mentality. We talk about herd immunity. That's herd mentality. <laughs> Apparently, humans are easy to train. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Because that's what it is. You're training people into a certain kind of behavior. That's right. That's right. And they're still doing it. Speaking of uh, training humans, uh, we got to make a break because uh, it's bathroom time. Uh, we'll come back on the other side. We'll continue to talk about whatever's in the news. Imas with Laird Rima next. To work on specific understandings about what's off limits. Oh, God. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. <laughs> Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. But before we get after Biden, because we're going to get after Biden, that's going to happen. Right. I want to mention something that Don just talked about. Two things quickly here that Don just talked about in the news. Number one is this thing about Austin leading the nation in home prices. Right. Skyrocketing home prices. Uh. I know that to be a fact. I know that to be a fact. I know somebody who bought a house for a couple hundred grand a few years ago. Ten years ago, right. whatever it was, two and a half mil. Good lord, two and a half Good mil. Good lord, are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. As soon as I'm sitting there, dead Hoo-ah. serious. The other thing is, um, thirty-five again, man. What what a disaster zone <laughs> thirty-five is. What a cluster. I mean, it is just a disaster. <laughs> well, we heard the other word in our heads because yeah. that's exactly what it is. Every day, I, I, every day, I avoid it like the plague. You man. have to. I don't have to ride thirty-five very often. My God, man, I gotta do it every day. You do. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's a nightmare. We it's pray just... for you every day, <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, uh, four eighty-two was right there by the fire station, and somebody wiped out, huh? Mm-hmm. Wiped out southbound at four eighty-two. So it's got southbound 35, and it's an right. hour delay back up past New Braunfels. Past I, New Braunfels. Look, I was very lucky the other day when I had to go to New Braunfels because I was in the one lane that was moving, at least moving somewhat, with yeah. a big semi-wreck. Right. There's probably people still sitting on 35 from that one. <laughs> they are. They just gave up. It's like Woodstock. They just left their cars there. That's right. Walk on, on, man. man. And that's the beauty of having Bucky somewhere in the neighborhood because you can just live there. You can move in. Sure. (laughs) Cleanest restrooms in America. I'll just live here. I love love food in the world. All the food. Who doesn't love Bucky's? Got food. They got the new Lone Star wheat. This sounds really gross, by the way. What? The new Lone Star. What what is Oh, Lone Star beer? Has a wheat? The beer? Well, Here's what it is. I hate wheat beer. I, well, it's a wheat style beer. It's 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 named for Big Ben. You know, uh, it's called uh, High Desert Days, Lone Star High Desert Days, inspired by Texas Big Ben region. It is brewed with white wheat and Pilsen malt, finished with hibiscus. Hibiscus. Why are you putting hibiscus in hibiscus? my Texas? That's the national beer of Texas. And you putting hot biscuits in the National Beer of Texas? Exactly. You can warm it up and it'll be tea. Get a rope. <laughs> Put some chamomile in there. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's like when, I go up to, when I go up to Austin and get Mexican on the Congress Avenue and there's kale in the tortilla soup. You what know, is it's the that? same damn thing. Yeah, right. So it's got a hobby nectar. Biscuits. And the resulting suds are crisp and refreshing and sweet, honey like notes and notes. tart. Wait a minute. It, notes. It gets better. 
It has a cranberry-like flavor. Oh, that's what I want out of my Cranberry notes in a Lone Star beer. Look. So it's perfect if you've got a urinary tract infection. Exactly. (laughs) Free radical cranberry juice in there as well. We are not. Antioxidants. We're not talking about Michelob Ultra here, okay? So if you're one of those that drinks that Ultra stuff, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the National Beer of Texas, and you just went and turned it into some little boy beer. That's what you did. Well, Lone Star beer should taste like Lone Star beer. Man, it ought to rot your gut. I, I tell you what, when I first moved to Texas, I fell in love with Lone Star beer. Because very obviously, I'd never had it before, you know, until I got to Texas. And I'm like, this is good drinking beer. Right. Tastes like beer. Yeah. And uh, it's relatively cheap. And you get them big old cans, and you're doing all right after well, six of those. But Sean, I don't know how you do it, but he always finds these cans of beer that are the length of his forearm. Yeah, yeah I, I like the tall boys, them. man. And they fit in your pocket. And they fit, my, <laughs> and they fit in my <laughs> pocket. That's right. <laughs> so Carry it around with a big straw. <laughs> what you guys don't know is my dad was friends with Harry Jersick, who was Mr. Lone Star. Really? And I grew up on Lone Star. It was like in your like your baby bottle. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, probably. My dad always had cases of because he had the speedway so they calmed him down at night when and, he... and seriously, so anytime they'd bring it for the racetrack, you know, and, and if you look at the old racetrack right. pictures, it says Lone Star beer all the way down the back straightaway because, you know, had a right. nice trade out going. Yeah. And uh and the refrigerator in the garage was always jam packed. And it was reverse psychology with my dad. He'd always tell me, anytime you want a beer, just go get one, boy. Just go get one. It's in the fridge. Go ahead, you know. And I'd be like 10 years old, nine. Go get a beer, boy. And you know, that's what kept me from drinking it, because he took all the mystery out of it. <laughs> took all the badness right. out of and it. And no fun you know. in that. What, right. the fun, what fun, the fun is, is that? You just got to sneak it to have fun. Yeah. He said, I'd rather you do it here where I can watch your butt than right. out there running around. So go get you one if you want one. I never did. I didn't right. care less. But whoever starts digging off a topper wine in 35, you're going to find 600 million <laughs> <laughs> empty beer bottles. I mean, empty, uh, empty Lone Star cans. It's just good drinking beer. The national, well, good drinking beer. Uh, unless you get this high desert crap. The but, Lone uh, Star wheat. Yeah. Cranberry uh, notes. Like cran- I don't want my beer to have notes of any kind, all right? Cranberry and it hibiscus. It ain't a Chardonnay. What? Cranberry and hibiscus. Cranberry hibiscus. and hibiscus. Yeah, right. So, let's get a case. <laughs> Damn. It doesn't make any sense. Let's get a case, and we'll send it to Joe, because he obviously needs a little beer after yesterday. He needs a good three days. No, he drunk. needs to hold on to what brain cells he's got left, man. Um, that guy. That guy. Um, what, what is up with that guy? Has anyone ever in the history of the world, as a world leader of a nation, told a sworn enemy... <laughs> This is what you can attack. You can attack this if you want. Go I, ahead. I, I thought it was a joke. At fr- I almost thought it was a joke. Yeah. Like, he can't be serious. He's serious. He cannot be serious that he just gave the dude a list of stuff he doesn't want touched. Uh, and which means which means he gave him a list of the stuff to touch. Well, know, it, just, stuff. It, it was the most bizarre <laughs> thing. And he's acting like he's all, like he really pulled something off, uh, champ, you know. Uh, I came and did what I, I came to do what I did, and I did it. And it's like, you just gave away the farm, man. We, we have the sound of him talking about setting up a team on uh, either side right. to negotiate what is acceptable. We agreed to task experts, and both our both our countries, to work on specific understandings about what's off limits. Everything, Joe. What's off limits. Everything is off limits, Joe. And that's what he should have said to Vlad yesterday. But again, the, the bizarre thing about it is this was a group decision. He didn't come up with this. Oh, no. 
So a team of people yes. thought this was a good idea, uh-huh. which means we're doomed. That's right. Because they're right. the ones running the show. It's probably... We're screwed. I can imagine it's Obama, Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett sitting around a coffee table going, Hey, uh, what, do we I, wanna, what, what, what do we want him to hit? I honestly think this will go down in history as one of the biggest diplomatic blunders ever. Well, all of yesterday was, and this certainly yeah. is, period, full stop, the worst thing that has ever been done because he has, as far as I'm concerned, in my opinion, colluded with a sworn enemy. Do you remember all the Democrats for four years talked about how Trump colluded with <laughs> Russian President Vladimir No, Putin? Trump rattled their cage is what he did. Do you remember how oh, they yeah. said Trump oh, was yeah. an agent of Russia? Remember all that? What a bunch we, of crap. We listened yeah. for four years. Now we actually have a president who is. Because he said, attack anything you want to except these 16 things. It would be like saying to another military, purely military power beyond cyber attack, like, uh, these are the military installations we don't want you to hit. Do you know what I mean? If you said that, it would be absurd. Right. And, and, you know, Friday night we'll take the the protection off. Right. you know, here's how he said it, though, and he wasn't just talking cyber. He said, by cyber or any other means. He <laughs> said this, I talked about the proposition that certain critical infrastructures should be off lim- should be off limits, not even they're off limits. I bet you the, like, Ben & Jerry's facility factory is on there. It's on there. They'll leave the ice cream places alone. <laughs> just bizarre, man. Um, sixty, and and here's the thing too. Talk about the, the cabal who put it together. I gave him a list. If I'm not mistaken, I don't have it in front of me, but there's sixteen or so uh, yeah. entities that are on the list. Now, he just gave a sworn enemy of our country a list of sixteen, and he's not. I, I, I just gave him a list. Right. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's. You know, something like 16 on there, you know, that I don't want him to attack, you know. And, uh, well, again, it was very bizarre. Very bizarre. And and depressing, too. <laughs> well, it, it it's depressing in that this guy is running the show. Well, he's not running the show. But anyway, he's he's the president of the United States in name only. But it's it's just, it, you know what it is? It's uh, I get this feeling yesterday of uh, being totally surreal. Is this this, well, this yeah. is not real. This is not happening. Yeah, very surreal. Because it's unbelievable that you would think that was a good idea to give the guy a list of stuff that's off limits from a cyber attack that he won't even admit he's doing. He he blamed it on what America, Canada, I American mean, Canada. You, you know, it, Putin doesn't even admit or doesn't even own up to the fact that they're doing it, and then you give him a list of stuff that's off limits. What is that supposed to mean? What does that mean? And Off limits. And so, you gonna get a spanking if you if you cyber attack any of these places? Just pull a number out of your uh, ear. How many entities are there in America? Well, I mean, it depends. okay, <laughs> there's right. business, there's right. there's uh, infrastructure, so, there's power grids, potentially there's... millions and millions of entities, and he put sixteen on the list. So chances are, folks, he said your business is okay to be attacked. Well, obviously, yeah. But it just again diplomatically, it it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. And again, it wasn't one person's decision. A collection of people thought this was a good idea. I keep coming back to that. A collection of people came up with this and thought this was a great idea. And you know who I'm? If I'm mad at anybody, of course I'm mad at him, and I'm mad at the people who put this list together, and I'm mad at the whole situation itself, but I'm really mad at the people who voted for him. Now, I, we, look, we all agree that he wasn't elected. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, right. No, yeah. he, they cheated, This, this thing was so massaged. It was, this was a cheat. So massaged. 
But uh, but but for those who did vote for him, and I know Republicans who did. I know people who claim to be right. a Republican who voted for this guy. And look what you done. Yeah, but for those folks, they're not going to care. Okay, if they're that stupid, I mean, because I've talked to them on the radio. You have, too. Yeah. Most of the people who call up and say that they uh, prefer Biden over Trump have no idea why. It has something to do with Trump being unpleasant. But they have no idea. So if you're that uninformed about the guy that you that you voted for, okay, then it, it's that what he did yesterday. If, if the right people, it's like I always say, if the right people are telling you this is a good thing, you're going to go, okay. Yeah. Well, he did a great job. Right. Because Wolf Blitzer said he did a great job. So he must have done a great job. You know, it's it's it's, it's such bull crap. I, I, I know this, I uh, sound like I'm harping on this, but somebody like an Admiral McRaven. Right, right. Who wrote that piece for Joe Biden in the Wall Street <laughs> Journal prior to the election, right? Right, right. And that stuff does carry weight. It does, because you're talking about an admiral serving in our in our armed forces. People are going to look at that and say, yeah, you know, he, he knows quite a bit. So it does carry weight. Right. But how somebody like that could make such a stupid, idiotic move, a blunder, as to come out in favor of this numbskull. Right, right. He's a numbskull running this country right now. And, and, and we're in more danger today than we were 24, 48 hours ago because of him. Well, I mean, I, 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 again, it's just unbelievable that anybody would think that was a good idea. That's what I can't get my noggin around. We were in danger the day before. We're always going to be in danger with Russia and China and all these guys. But to think that this somehow would both, that, 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 that Putin would abide by it, to make the leap of, of intellect that he would abide by a list you tell him not I to mess by with. List. He already knows. And that other people would go, oh, it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Great idea. Great so, idea. You know, I don't know. You know, I was just watching during the news, and we'll take the break here, but I was just watching during the news um, him at one of these deals he was doing uh, yesterday, and he's trying to read notes. And he gets lost again. Right. And he's lost while reading these notes. And he's going, uh, uh, uh. And then he said, I have to stick with these because I'm going to get in trouble. He is so obsessed with getting in trouble. Have you noticed that? It well, keeps yeah, coming up I over mean, and over I, again. I, I, it does come up over and over again. And who knows what the hell that even means. I, I don't even know what that means. You know, he's the most pow- he's allegedly the most powerful person on planet Earth, and he's got to worry about getting in trouble with someone. He keeps saying You never it. heard Obama say anything like that. You certainly never heard Trump say anything like that. He kept saying it over yeah, and over I'm going to get in trouble. 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 With who, right. man? Right, right. Well, it's a joke. Yeah. The whole thing's a farce. Okay, we'll take the break. We'll come right back. More Warren Rhyme on the other side with CarZeus, CarZeus, CarZeus.com. You can sell your vehicle as soon as you want to sell it, or you can wait. You know, the choice is yours. You're the seller. Right, Car Zeus doesn't have anything at all to sell you. You're the seller, so you move at your own pace. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people, will do it right away. A lot of people will get their um, offer back from Car Zeus. It's a free non. Uh, you're not making any kind of of commitment to them by getting the offer. So you can get it. You can take a look at it, and if you want to do it now, cool. They'll get you a check today, and they'll pick the car up or. You can take it to them at Vance Jackson and 410. But if you prefer, you can wait, you know, whatever. Whatever works best for you. They just want the car selling process to be easier than having to go to a dealership or trying to sell it yourself and meet people in a parking lot so strangers can drive your car, all that kind of stuff. They've taken all that out of the car selling process. CarZeus.com, AccuWeather for the next three days. 
Highs in the mid-90s with sunny skies. And right now, it's 77 at KTSA. What a mess. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. So we appreciate you listening uh, every day. We're here Monday through Friday from 7 till 9. Sean's going to be off tomorrow because he's going to Houston. So I'm going to do the whole thing. The whole thing. All smittery tomorrow. Yeah, be yep, me. Yep. So um, what you got? Well, Juneteenth is going to be a holiday now, federal holiday. Yeah. And uh, I, there was, I, I, just, I picked up on a story of a guy, I think he's from the New York Times, who was complaining yesterday that teachers now are going to be afraid to teach about Juneteenth. I saw that. Yeah. Which is basically the emancipation of the slaves. And they right. ro- Texas was where the federal Galveston rolled into uh, Galveston. And, yeah. and, that's, and he said people are going to be, teachers are going to be afraid to teach Juneteenth because they'll be afraid of CRT backlash. What do you think of that? What do you think about that? I think he's trying to equate CRT with Juneteenth, and yeah. they have nothing to do with each other. Not at all. Not even It's one insulting. It. Yeah. Critical race theory is about teaching racism to people. Right. Right. It has nothing to do with the emancipation of the slaves and, and all that. Yeah, it's, I, I it's have insanity. no problem with, with Juneteenth. No, not at being all. A, being who a thing. You know, yeah, I right. mean, I, I don't know who would. Yeah. But uh, to equate that, to make that uh, uh, comparison, is absurd. I don't know. They are so protective of critical race theory uh, on the far left. That's correct. Or even the moderate left. That, that and is, it's insanity. That is their indoctrination to tell people that white guy bad, uh, black people victim, and we, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. It's indoctr- It's an indoctrination program. And thank God for Greg Abbott, the governor Again. of Texas, yesterday signed it. It's not allowed to be taught in schools in Texas. Doesn't that suck that we actually do need laws not to teach this stuff? That's what's absurd to me, but Man, we it's do. Cra- it's crazy. It's we do. T- it is nuts what they're doing in schools. It's just insane. You're taking kids who, because I absolutely believe this, you have to teach racism. You have to teach it to a kid. They don't naturally end up racist. I told you that. Most kids are not that. They don't come out. Especially now. They don't come out hating people of other colors. No, they don't. And so you want to start teaching them this stuff about who's the oppressor and who's the oppressed in kindergarten. I told you. It's insanity. That's why Julian is all about pre-K for SA. Oh, yeah. He's got to get into their heads when they're tiny little things and hold their hands and stuff a bunch of crap in their heads until the time they get out of college, whatever that college well, is going to be. you want to talk about a couple of racists, Joaquin, you know, Julian Joaquin, big time, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope you're listening, you little boogers. No, no they are. They, <laughs> no, they are. And they always have been. You funny-looking little boogers. And, uh, and and I bet you they're not at the Alamo today for the uh, assigning oh, of the no. constitutional carry. Racist. At the racist First, Alamo with the evil guns. Of course, they hate that place. They hate it. Yeah. They would tear it down today if they well, could. Well, no. Uh, if it was returned to Mexico, they'd be happy with it. Well, I guess then, Let's yeah. give it back. Turn it into a shopping mall, strip mall. Give it back. But, uh, so, you know, I'm glad that we have a law on the books that is preventing this from being taught in Texas schools. Hey, your favorite girl's back in the news, by the way. Who is that? Megan Rapinoe. Oh, God. She's back in the news. God, she's unpleasant. You don't like her that much, do you? I, I think she's a showboat. Yeah. I think she uses her community to, you know, enhance her celebrity. She's the pink hair uh, uh, soccer player. Right, uh, right. Thirty-five years old. Um, they are fi- Victoria's Secret has fired all the the good-looking women. <laughs> I saw that. Did you see the story? Because because that's sexist. 
And massage it's Victoria's in a Secret, man. Not, not anymore. They're going a different direction. Uh-huh. Megan Rapinoe is going to be there. Oh, God, no. I'm not making it up. Oh, come on. Yeah, they're getting rid of all the... Remember the whole... when they is, used to Are do, pretty women just not allowed anymore? They're not. It's just not cool, is it? They're, they're being canceled. I'm they're not making can- this up. Attractive women are being canceled. Correct. Correct. The, 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 the model-looking babes, you know, the Cindy Crawford model type, that stereotype... That's being canceled. What? They're bringing in Megan Rapinoe to oh, do the. God, I'm serious. Look, here's here's the, the last story. Last damn thing I want to see is her in a Wonder Bra. No, no. They're, well, they're getting rid of those too. Oh, they're getting God. rid of all the the lingerie. I hate everything. Hey, wait a minute. They're getting rid of the lingerie. They're, this is uh, Victoria's Secret. Here's the new deal. Victoria's Secret hopes to become a global advocate for female empowerment. Oh, the, come on. The chief executive, Martin Waters, said, we need to stop being about what men want and be about what women want, and women don't want that sexy stuff. Women want, like... Women are the ones, ones who buy it. So, Rapino said that it, the message that Victoria's Secret was sending out was really harmful, patriarchal, sexist, viewing not just what it meant to be sexy, but what the clothes were trying to accomplish through a male lens and through what men desired, and it was very that's much marketed toward... Well, and I'm thinking I'm about... I'm sorry, that's the point of lingerie. And I was thinking about Megan Rapinoe. Isn't that how she looks at everything? <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> isn't she the I, she's the man in her marriage, isn't she? Well, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm just sick of this idea that attractive women are now bad. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, uh, on social media, it's they true. can't keep their damn clothes on. Right. They objectify themselves. That's, that's correct. So um, I'm just curious. Um, they say that women don't want the sexy clothes anymore. I'm curious if that's true or not. Do women want to dress up sexy, feel sexy, put the nighty on, whatever, whatever right, it was, well, the lace bra? I don't know. Here, here's the dealio, okay, and I've said this before, okay? You want to talk about the trans community, which I largely believe is full of crap, uh, and many of the trans issues are, are crap issues, okay? When, they are, when a dude is dressing like a woman and living like a woman, he tries to look pretty. He wears lingerie. They, there was a kid at, uh, at the uh, stinking graduation the other day that opened up his coat, and he had some lingerie on underneath there, throwing the glitter. Right. They try to look like an attractive woman. A woman who is trying to be a dude will try to look like an attra- like what is classically considered to be an attractive man. So in, when they're in trans, they're actually reinforcing the very stereotypes they say that straight people shouldn't have and should discard. It is absurd to put her in Victoria's Secret. Well, look. Come I, on, look, man. I really don't care what Victoria's Secret does. I could care less what they do or what Megan Rapinoe does or whatever. But I do not believe, and I never will, that women don't want to feel sexy. Because they well, do. doesn't everybody? Oh, that's, what, that's what I was just about to say. They do because so do guys. Guys like to feel well, sexy, I just, too. When did uh, uh, so, being unattra- purposefully trying to be unattractive... right becomes something to achieve right so it's it's and it's just a, a bunch of crap it's all marketing it's all marketing that's all Who it are is they marketing too oh i <laughs> the, the megan rapido crowd i guess <laughs> i mean we're gonna have dudes at hooters at some point we're gonna have dudes at they hooters they at already some do point. well i know they've had individual cases all right but as far as the oh, general waitresses out. servers yeah they will eventually just have dudes in the little hot pants 
and well, it'll be absurd. Then it becomes Chippendales, and who wants to go to that, right? <laughs> it becomes Duders. It yeah. becomes Duders. <laughs> yeah. All right, quick break. Duders. More on the other side with Warren Ryman coming up for you. The 26th, which is a week from this coming Saturday at Paisano's Office 1604, I want you to be there for Wagner Holick Custom Homes, a free build-on-your-lot seminar. Now, this is where you're going to learn the ins and outs and ups and downs and the rights and wrongs about how to do that custom home and do it right. Wagner Hola Custom Homes always builds your custom home right. doesn't cost you any more to build a custom home than it does to build a site-built home or to buy a site-built home. You can have the home the way that you want it. Cabinets the way you want it. Bathroom the way you want it. Living room inside and outside the way you want it. Wagner Holick, they are experts in custom home building. So go to this seminar. Just go. It's free. They're going to include lunch. All they need from you is a phone call to let them know you're going to be there. 11 a.m. Saturday the 26th. Paisano's off of 1604. RSVP today, but don't wait because it's limited seating and you don't want to miss it. Call today, 210-625-8212. I looked at him and I said, how would you feel if ransomware took on the pipelines from your oil fields? He said it would matter. This is not about just our self-interest. Oh, God. It's about a mutual self-interest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, why didn't you follow that up with, let's just test that theory and see how you'd feel. And punch the button. Turn them off. You know. He's feckless. It, it is okay for them to screw around with us, but we can't do it right back to them. Come I, on, again, Joe. Yesterday was such was so surreal. It was just the most surreal thing I, I, I think I've ever seen. How he feel? Why do you feel? care what he feels? Why do you care if Vlad feels anything? Yeah, I mean, uh, did Hitler care how All people right. felt about stuff? How are you going to feel if I take your fingernails off one by one, huh? How you, you know, feel about that, Vlad? Again, uh, to I, I don't know which is more strange. The fact that this happened yesterday and that he actually did provide a list or the way it was covered. Okay, now I wanted to talk about that for just a second right. because I think that's important. Uh, they just normalized a bag of stuff. I mean, yeah. that's what yesterday was. Yeah. And the media turned that into the greatest negotiator ever. The greatest. Ne- we, we've never seen anything like this. Yeah. This is unbelievable. So they took something that was horrific, him giving a hit list to our enemy, <laughs> and they made it a great negotiating tactic. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and we've called uh, that it. That is what you're saying. We said it was going to be a gush fest, and it was from the media perspective. They were even, somebody was even saying that, uh, what's her name from CNN, uh, was trying to put words in Biden's mouth to upset him on purpose. Vox said that. Did Vox say it? Vox? Vox, Vox, yeah. You know, they're shameless people, man. Uh, Which, which they never did that to Trump, did they? They never made up words for him, right? They never tried to upset him or make up, put words in his mouth. No, they never did that to him. Misquote him, Charlottesville. Nobody ever called out Jim Acosta for putting words or making up stuff that that Trump never said, that he never even said. These are such, you know, I don't know how else to put it. I wish I could actually say the word. Maybe someday we'll be able to. Probably not. But these are such bullcrap times. Yeah. We are swimming in bullcrap. Well, everything that happened yesterday was nothing but complete and utter bullcrap. And think about what I just said now concerning the media normalizing him giving a hit list to the enemy. <laughs> because in the future, that's going to be accepted behavior for every president in the future. Look, uh, this is our opening. And that's the opening negotiation. <laughs> that's the first time he'd ever met with him. Right. So our opening negotiation is here. 
why don't you uh, hit these places, all right? <laughs> let's go from here. Right. Who does that when they're negotiating anything? Who <laughs> gives away not, the farm? That's not a negotiation. That's nothing, anything. That's There's no deal-making. Trump knew how to negotiate. Oh, yeah. Trump, Trump knew, knew the power of leverage. Oh, yeah. Because he'd been doing it his whole life in the business world. Pure power and might. How do you get what you want? Yep. How do you sit down at the table and get what you want? That's what Trump did time and time and time again. You know what else he understood? Swing for the parking lot, not the fences. You know, that's the old baseball. (laughs) Swing for the fences, right? Now, Trump would always swing to put it out about three rows in the cars in the parking lot, knowing he's going to get second base. Right. Right. right? Precisely. But that's what you do. You go into a negotiating deal tomorrow, and you tell the boss, I want $2 million. Now, that's stupid. (laughs) That's stupid. You may right. you may get ten percent more, right? But if you want ten percent more, you better ask for two million. Well, it's like yeah, when salary negotiations, he who gives the first number loses. That's pretty right. much exactly you know, right. That's what I, that's yeah. what I was exactly raised on. Exactly right. So uh, that's right because he, he may you may say a number and he'll go. That's all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Precisely. <laughs> and and you here's the, here's the thing. Also, when you're negotiating, you have to be ready and willing to walk. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, Leave the table. Walk. It's leverage. I, yeah, not that, okay, never mind. I, I, I'll never forget when I, I was running a radio station and I was doing the morning show with this very successful talent. She was amazing, very successful. And uh, she walked in one day and she said, here's my number to continue doing this. And it wasn't that much more. Right. It wasn't that much more. So I went to the boss that morning. We got off the air and I went to the boss and I said, she's asking for, for this amount. And the boss said, okay, go back three grand less. I said, I'm not going to do that because she has her number. And the boss said, no, go back three grand less. And I went back three grand less. I said, here's the deal. Boss says three grand less. And she said, okay, here's my two weeks notice. Yeah, well, that's the way you got to play it. Boom. That's it. And I went back to the boss that morning right, right then. And I said, she just gave her two weeks. Okay, give her what she wants. Right. Well, that's how it's that's how you got to play the game, man. In all things, in a in negotiation, that's it. You overshoot. You you apply pressure but you have and to be leverage. Willing to go. Well, you have to because if you don't, and this girl was because and if you don't, she knew her value. Right. She she was like, I'm, I'm, that's just my two weeks' notice. I'm out. And, and that's See what you. Trump did with our international dealings and yeah. our diplomacy and our tariff deals, our economic right. deals and international deals. He knew who we he were. He knew we were who we were, and he knew what our value was. That's right. And he knew what we needed and what we wanted. And he looked at every single deal if it benefited us or if it did not benefit us. Yeah. And if it did not benefit us, He's he canned it. Yep. And you know, and had no no problem doing. And be and Putin knew that about him. Of course he did. You know, absolutely he knew it, and so did everybody else. I mean, you know, he dropped the Moab. He dropped the mother of all bombs. (laughs) I miss him so much. So so Joe Biden gives this list to Vlad and says, "We're going to negotiate. We're going to set up negotiating teams, and and these teams will decide what he can hit." Right. Which. Who gets to decide that for me that my company can be hit? I hope people are waking up to this. I hope people are hearing us talk about what this guy did yesterday because he just made every business, every other, and every, every hospital, network, every hospital, right? Every hospital, whatever networks, communication whatever, networks, whatever. Net, uh, web providers, what have you? They're on the list, Vlad. Vlad have at them. You know, I have mean, at uh, them. it's it, it was very strange, and it was and again. I hate to say it was somewhat depressing, 
but it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's depressing to see this unfold before our very eyes, yeah. and the fact that most people aren't clued in, or most people aren't outraged by it. You know what? I, how many times during the Trump years did we hear about the 25th Amendment? 25, we need to, we need my cops oh, to God, do the 25th yeah. Amendment. You know, all that kind of stuff. Oh. We need the 25th Amendment. Well, yeah. But the problem is you end up we don't, with Kamala. Well, we don't we get Kamala, and we don't know who the who the cabal is behind the scenes, who's actually making the decisions. Because, again, I, can't, I know I'm repeating myself no, all morning. Not. It's all fine. But that was a group decision. Yeah. Oh, of That list was. was a group decision. Sure, of he course He didn't come was. up with that. No, no. And somebody decided what's on the list and what's not on the well, list. Yeah. That's the thing. Somebody sat down and said, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Who gets to make that decision? The answer to that question, if Vladimir Putin is asking the question, who may I attack, the question is nobody. (laughs) Nobody. Do you think Fox News is on that list? Right. Do you think the Daily Wire is on that list? To be attacked. Do you think, well, that's what I'm saying, to be attacked. To be attacked. To be attacked. I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. Shut them down. Probably... most of the people on that list are, are, are who are... No, because the list is what you're not supposed to attack, right? Can I use the puke word? The puke word? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I never want to hear any of you Biden puke voters ever again, ever again, talk about Trump colluding with Russia. Yeah, well, that was because Joe Biden farce did from day one. Joe Biden did it yesterday. Well, he, he did. He colluded with Russia yesterday. And that's what the Russian hoax, the, the Russian conspiracy theory was so bad, was so stupid, because the last person Vladimir Putin wanted in the Oval Office was a guy like Donald Trump. Of course. Of he expected course. it to be Hillary. He knew if he got the swamp back, which he got in Joe Biden, he'd get everything, <laughs> and he got it all. He got yeah. his pipeline. He's making billions of dollars a day off of that pipeline. Yep. And, he's getting, and, and Trump made the perfect point on Hannity last night. He said, we are protecting Europe, right? particularly Germany and Angela Merkel. We're protecting them with our troops and our money and our treasure and all of that. Right. And they're buying their oil from Vlad, from the enemy. <laughs> they're, they're buying their oil from the people we're protecting them from. And we were energy <laughs> independent. Think about that. Uh, yeah. You know, we're protecting Germany from Vlad coming down and taking over Germany. That's right. what we're doing with NATO, right? Right, right, And, and right. all of other Europe. But we are protecting Germany from Vlad coming in, and they're buying their oil from <laughs> Vlad instead of from us. Where does that make sense? I, I just, you know, are we going to survive any of this is kind of the question. Says Goofy. Because this is just one aspect of what's screwed up right now. I want to go back to talking about hibiscus and beer. Hibiscus and beer. That's what I want to do in Craneberry. I want some hibiscus and beer. <laughs> a little scotch thrown in. Maybe a Valium. Yeah. You know, too. I mean, this is uh, it's depressing as hell, all of it. Because it's not just how bad this president is in this administration, how, what a horrible position they're putting us in internationally. They're doing the same thing domestically with uh, the open border and this bizarre focus on white dudes yeah. as the biggest enemy to the state oh, yeah. than anything. Crackers and climate change That's are it. who they're focusing on. I just love the fact that the governors, like Abbott and DeSantis, are standing up. We have no federal uh, help in Texas and in Arizona, but the help is coming from Florida. <laughs> right. I love that. I absolutely love the fact that the governors are taking the country back because if America's going to survive, that's what's going to have to happen. we got to break. Absolutely. We'll come right back more where.